Welcome to this week's Spotlight on the Arts. I'm Carrie Seedman, and I'm here with my colleague and my boss, Jay Handelman, arts editor of the Herald Tribune. You say that with such and surprise. <laughs> it, it still comes this as a shock This is my one-year anniversary this you week. You didn't I was used your... to be my boss. This so. is my one-year anniversary today, is it really? according to Facebook. So. Well, happy anniversary. Thank you. I'm not sure it's a happy one. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Jay and I, as you know, have a lot of fun on Spotlight on the Arts and, and do a lot of laughing. But today uh, we have some... It's been a, a rough week. We've been very sad because both of us lost a, a dear friend who was really a force in the arts and music world here in Sarasota. So Jay's going to... Yeah, uh, we're talking about June LaBelle, who... Uh, was uh, a pioneer in broadcasting. She was the first female announcer on a commercial classical radio station, WQXR. Uh, used to be the New York Times classical music station in New York. And she was there for nearly 30 years before uh, she fled town after 9-11. And she, thankfully for us, settled in Sarasota and uh, became immediately active doing... I, I'm not sure I, in my obituary the other day I was able to even mention all the things she did, but she sang with Gloria Musicae, and she became their executive director. Uh, she built up this Musical Monday program for the for Sill, and uh, they got so big they had to move out of uh, Holly Hall and move into the Church of the Palms, and they were regularly getting more than 900 people every week for her interviews with all sorts of musicians and singers, who mostly people who were coming to perform around the time of those talks. And... Uh, so she really built up quite a following, and uh, there was a great outpouring of comments on Facebook after her passing on Sunday. She was 73, and there's going to be a, a funeral service at Church of the Palms at 2 o'clock on Monday, and I suspect it's going to be a huge turnout because she had a lot of friends. I mean, and it wasn't just people who admired her, but just people who really got to Some know her. Some people just her. knew her through her voice That's on the right. radio. And she also so. did stuff on uh, WSMR, the, the new classical music station that's right. based in Sarasota. She did that right. for a couple of years until she got sick. So it's very sad, uh, but uh, she was kind of inspirational in how she handled her illness and uh, talked about it openly and let people know what was going on, didn't hide the realities and of, of she had ovarian cancer. So... Uh, I'm planning to be there. I think you are, too, on Monday. I will, and for uh, sure. I'm sure we'll see a lot of people we know. And, and our sympathies go to her husband, Ed Alley, yep. who's also a, a wonderful friend. Uh, I will never forget the evening that they invited me to their home a couple of years ago because Jacques D'Amboise, the famous former New York City ballet dancer, was... Uh, visiting an old-time friend of June's and they invited me for dinner and I was able to reacquaint with him who I had met several previous times That's so great. yeah it's a really fond and at the moment kind of bittersweet memory yeah and so we have other other things to get to and we're not just going to be talking about events this week we uh, have some some news that uh, you just wrote about with the Sarasota right. Ballet speaking, speaking of dance the Sarasota Ballet announced their upcoming season last night and as it has been under director Ian Webb who is about to start his second decade with the company mm-hmm. um, it's very diverse and um, some of the some of the bigger pieces that are coming up um, Frederick Adams Ashton's The Dream, of course, based on Shakespeare's Midsummer Night's Dream. And, of course, there's more Ashton because um, Ashton is the choreographer most closely identified with the company. Um, 
There will also be a world premiere of a new work that they've commissioned from Marcelo Gomez, the dancer with American Ballet Theater, who actually was came down to Sarasota and guest uh, appeared as a guest with the company twice during the past season. So that's very exciting. He's uh, hasn't done a lot of choreography, but what he's done has been very, very well received. That's great. So then they have a little balancing theme and variations. Uh, Anthony Tudor's uh, Leaves Are Fading, uh, Paul Taylor's Airs, and then some more familiar pieces that they're bringing back. The ring, uh, Circus Nutcracker, John Ringling Circus Nutcracker, will be back in so December. The third time they're doing it? Third time. And also The Secret Garden, the piece that they put together as an outreach uh, program a couple years ago by Will Tuckett, which is really such a wonderful family ballet that uh, I would encourage everyone to see that. And also they're continuing their one time a season bringing in a, another an outside company, and this year it'll be Ballet Hispanico, who have never been to Sarasota. And those first few things you mentioned were all new to the company? They have, yeah, those were all new, and yeah, there are a lot of new, uh, new to the company, and not necessarily new pieces, but uh, there's mm, six or eight company premieres, so lots to look forward to. I got to go last weekend to see uh, Checkmate, and Fancy Free, which was the ballet I've been looking forward to seeing, and I had very interesting reaction to it, but I uh, enjoyed it uh, overall. It was uh, a lovely Yeah, I thought they did a, a fantastic job with Fancy Free. Yeah. So I'm hoping to have a, an exciting weekend this weekend as well. Um, Saturday, uh, we talked about this a little bit last week, but Saturday is the official opening night of uh, Beatsville, the new musical at uh, Oslo Rep, the world premiere by Wendy Wolf and Glenn Slater, and it started previews a week ago, uh, and from what I understand, I asked the other day about how long the show is, and I was told, well, we're not sure yet because they've been changing it. They've been making a lot of changes. Their cast has been rehearsing all day and then performing for the preview audiences at night, which is why they were here to figure out how people responded. And right. I kind of wish I had been able to go to the preview just to see what it was like when it started, to, but right. I also didn't want to color any impressions like, oh, I wish they had left that other part in. So uh, we'll, we'll see what that's like. It's opening on Saturday, and the show is running through through May 28th, and we'll see what happens with it after that. Yeah, and I just got a ticket to that today as well, so Good. I'm looking yeah, forward doing to a talk that back and your talk back. On May 16th, on a Tuesday, they do a talk back every Tuesday okay. at the Oslo, so... That's fun. And down at Venice Theater, uh, they will be opening t- tonight. tonight, I guess. Yeah, Fences, which of course is the August Wilson play that was turned into a movie uh, very recently yep. with Denzel Washington and Viola Davis, who won a Academy Award for her performance. Um, and it's part of the theater's effort to bring more diversity in, into the theater. And um, it is directed by Christopher Getty, who is their uh, director of diversity, which, as far as I could tell when I wrote a story about it last week, is the the Venice Theater is the only community theater in the country with a director of diversity. So uh, I applaud them for that. They have um, a general gentleman named Philip Cherry, who lives in Las Vegas, who is hmm. who they have imported to play the lead role of Troy, and uh, Phyllis Banks, who's a familiar uh, figure a lot of shows. here. Uh, we'll play the female lead, and so that opens tonight and runs through May 21st. That's great. 
Uh, at the Island Players on Anna Maria, uh, one of the funniest comedies of the last ten years, Christopher Durang's Vanya and Sonia and Masha and Spike is opening tonight and running through uh, May 14th. And it's directed by uh, Jim Thaggard, who uh, has been involved with theaters since before I... <clears throat> moved to Sarasota in the mid-80s, and uh, it's, a <clears throat> it's a family comedy drama sort of inspired by Chekhov, That's, hence the name Sonia and Vanya and Masha. Masha. Spike is not part of Chekhov, uh, and it's about a brother and sister living in a family home, and their other sister, who's an actress, decides to upend everything and sell the house and creating all sorts of turmoil, but it's a pretty powerful, it can be a pretty powerful and funny play if it's done well, so I'm hoping that will be will be good for people at the Island Players. And um, this Friday night at the Venice Performing Arts Center, Key Corral will be doing their annual, I think it's their fourth annual um, collaboration with uh, various high school choirs and this year it's with Northport, Pineview and Venice high schools and they'll be doing um, a diverse range of material uh, led by Joe Calkins and um, it's called Tomorrow's Voices Today and uh, a good opportunity to see the uh, up-and-coming singers in our own community. Yeah. So we're going to leave you there uh, with, with all that information to digest and remind you that Sunday in the arts section, we've, Carrie has a preview of the next or fi- season finale, I guess, for the Sarasota Contemporary Dance, Correct. Evolving, Revolving. Uh, and uh, I've got a little look at what's coming up in July at the Florida Studio Theater for the uh, Sarasota Improv Festival and some other stories you'll want to check out at, in the Herald Tribune on Sunday and online at heraldtribune.com arts. And we will be back next week week. Thanks.